0: we're rolling, rolling, three, two, one, action. Hey guys, Torin Foley with Keller Williams Realty here, and I wanted to introduce you to my new podcast called The Living Room. Uh, we'll be speaking about real estate and more. Um, you know, we were actually looking to do this a little bit later on in the year, but with the current events that are happening, we figured this would be a great time to start. Uh, I can tell you, I've been in the real estate industry now for around four years. And love every single minute of it. You know, this has definitely been a vehicle for me to accomplish my dreams and help people accomplish their dreams. So this is a good thing for me. But um, throughout that time, I mean, I've been in the crazy part of the market. You know, when everything started bouncing back and stuff started selling for 10, 20, 30 percent more than what they did when the crash happened. So I've been in the thick of things for the past four years now. And would love to be able to educate you in the marketplace on what to expect on just things to you know really make your your situation become a little bit smoother see i just uh you know like uh yeah all right um so i guess really what i would love to be able to first off say is is that uh shout outs to flip marketing brad Flip market right yeah shout outs to flip market uh brad nelson and then novi lead tv uh and simpson for uh you know really helping me make this come together and helping me achieve my dream with this. Um, I also want to thank everybody that's given me the opportunity and the confidence to help them purchase and sell real estate over the past four years. One of my big things that I would love to be able to do by the time I'm 35 is become one of the top 10 real estate agents in Spartanburg County. And with your help, I know I can do that. Oh, I don't even know, dude. Like, yeah, just keep going. Um, Let's think. Production? Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I just said that, I said, you know, four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can tell you, you know, uh, I started in mid August of, oh, excuse me. I started in August of 2016 in this business. Uh, I had researched a bunch of different things and started working with a creative real estate investor. Uh, I want to say in like 2012. Yeah, it was about 2012. Um, and what I was doing is I was I was this bird dog. So I would call for sale by owners, and I would also call people who, uh, you know, grass was really high in the yard. I would find their numbers, and we would try to work out a deal to help them save their credit, save their integrity, and help them bring peace of mind to the sale of their house when the market was going so crazy. I mean, I had an agent tell me that you know, there were times where listings wouldn't sell for six months, eight months, and they'd be at 125000 $135,000, where today, I have a house, $140,000. I put it on the market. 10 hours in, we received three offers and we went 5% over asking price for the accepted offer. So you know, it's a drastically different time, but that's how I got started. Um, And then at one point I wasn't paid uh, for my bird dogging fee. uh, So I decided that I was going to try and become a creative real estate investor myself and realized that I needed a team. Shout out to Robert Kiyosaki and all the advisors at Rich Dad Poor Dad. That's that's really where I got my start, really got the confidence in how I speak about the market. So that's where that started. Um, I knew that I needed a team. I knew I needed a power team is what they call it. So an attorney, a real estate agent, etc. And thought about it myself. I was at the time working at uh, Zales, the diamond store. Shout out to Zales and Westgate Mall. Um, and I just thought about it, I was like, hey, you know what, why don't I, with the passion that I have, the focus that I have, and the drive that I have just to be able to help people, why don't I start my career as a real estate agent and have fallen in love with it ever since. I mean, I love being able to help people sell their homes, I love being able to help people buy their homes, and I love just being able to be the confident resource for you in today's marketplace. You know, one big thing that I love to do is also um, have it just be a smooth situation. So I explain the process to you very, very well. I break it down in layman terms. There's a lot of stuff that is complicated and there's a lot of options, but I go and I try to listen to what you're looking for and what makes sense and try to map that place out for you. You know, in and, and today's market with um, everything that's happening with COVID-19, you know, me and my team, you know, we're looking to do our part in flattening the curve. So I have not really been taking a lot of business on since the 16th of March. Um, I have family members that are, uh, In the red zone for this thing and i would hate to have to bring that to them or even have to subject my client to that so i've made the conscientious decision to pull back uh you know a little bit now i will say i do have people that i've been working with prior to this situation so i still have a fiduciary duty to help them and will continue to do so Um, but it's really you know really about staying safe and making sure that i'm here when all of this is over making sure that you're here when all of this is over so to everybody that has worked with me and everybody that is working with me now and my future clients thank you so very very much uh, for understanding in this whole process and then also as well too you know this has affected the stock market i mean the economy like crazy i mean everybody's now noticing you know they've pumped a ton of money into the economy you know to try and prop it up so what we've been doing what we've been seeing is is a lot more Volatility in the market, you know, uh, everything's still moving smooth now, but, you know, we will definitely see how this affects us over the next 60, 90, 120 days. But I I don't believe that it'll be a liquidity problem like we had in eight with the crash. You know, I think that um, we've learned from that and we have definitely made corrections uh, so that this way nobody is going to or a majority of people aren't going to be financially destitute. Um, But I do think that this is a humanitarian crisis and something that we really need to focus on from a health level, and that will affect us. I mean, especially with, you know, jobs now going down to part-time, I mean, even furloughing, unemployment is rising. This is going to affect, in my personal opinion, you know, uh, affordability. We're going to see a lot more days on market. We're going to see a lot more, we're going to see a change from what we have today. You know, going to the days of everybody just running around and trying to get a deal, you know, I think that it's going to be a lot more in the forefront of people's minds, safety and security for themselves and their families. So that's that's what we have going on right now. Um, And just to tell you, you know what what you should do, there's three different people that, you know, are going to go into these situations. You know, there are people that have to buy and sell because of job transfers, because of, you know, life changes Those things are going to continue to happen, uh, and I believe, you know, they should continue to happen. I mean, you have to move if you have a job relocation. uh, You have to move if, you know, your family is expanding or contracting, and you have to be out of these homes. But then there's also people that are going to be, just like in the regular market, you know, uh, there are going to be people that want to buy and want to sell. You know, we're going to have a lot of those people who will – who don't really have a, a general need or desire. They just have a want. And uh, I think that that's going to change a little bit as well. I mean, we've, all, we've already started seeing that. Buyers are now not qualifying for the loans as much, you know. So, I mean, like, where before you could get in, depending upon the lender, depending upon debt-to-income ratio, credit scores, all of that, you could get into a home with a 580 credit score. Now the Fed or the secondary market is, you know, requiring you to have a higher credit score certain cases you're looking at a 640 to a 680 but that's all going to depend upon the lender you know there are lenders that I work with closely that service their own loans and that can do 620s you know so if this is something that you're looking to do please feel free to reach out to me you can follow me on any one of my social media platforms uh, preferably in my opinion Instagram you know it's one that we've been heavily focused on you know but this is going to be you know one of the cases that I would say you know it's just going to really sit back and be like okay If I can't afford today, what do I do tomorrow? And in my personal opinion, I think, you know, we really should be looking at hunkering down and trying to figure out our debts, where our income is going, and our credit scores. You know, if they're talking about now wanting a 660, well, let's figure it out. Let's figure out where a 660 has to come from and what we have to do to get to a 660. You know, if you have collections out there, let's look at at beating those collections up, you know, whether that be credit repair. I have somebody that can help you out with that as well, too. Uh, shout out to Antoine Payton and Financial Education Services. It almost left me for a second, but shout out to Antoine Payton and Financial Education Services. They are a fantastic credit repair company. Now, it does cost a little bit of money to be able to do so, but, you know, if it didn't, it wouldn't be worth it, in my personal opinion. So shout out to them. And if anybody wants, you know, information about them as well, uh, trying to fix their credit and gear up for tomorrow when it's, uh, the grass is a little bit greener. Um, I would love to be able to help them do that. And then you also have your tire kickers. And your tire kickers are the ones that I'm a little upset with today. Your tire kickers are going to be people who just want to play around to see what everybody would do. These are going to be your make-me-move people on Zillow. These are going to be your buyers and sellers who are not really motivated to do much, but want to see what they can get out of it. Um, Those people, I believe, are going to hamper or at least you know muddy up some of these waters. I don't think we're going to go into a financial crisis. I I, I don't think you know this is not something that uh, is looking like coming on the horizon. Now that's going to probably be different if unemployment continues to rise and then it's also going to dictate or depend upon really what's going to happen over the next 90 120 days. So you know that that's that's what's happening with that. Um, but when it comes to mortgage rates during this whole thing, I mean they're they're historically low. I mean they're lower than possibly what they were before. You know there are people that are you know getting 3.25. You know some people even getting 2.75, 2.75, 3.25. Excuse me. When it comes to that refinancing is is at an all-time low, and that's because the Fed has lowered their interest rate that they charge banks and then banks turn around and loan you the money or charge interest for the money that that you're borrowing. So as their requirements go down, as their requirements go down for lending, they're also now going to ease the ropes back on charging the banks for this money as well. So that's why we're seeing interest rates going a lot lower than what they were before. And it's really just to hamper off the issue that we're having in the economy, you know, with everybody now going down to part-time, with everybody really having to take a seat back. There's also a lot of programs, a lot of stimulus packages that are going out for people um, who are homeowners, people who are, you know, unemployed at this time. I mean, the government's cutting everybody around a $1,200 check if you're a single person. And then if you have dependents, I think they're saying another $500 per dependent, up to four dependents. So hopefully, if we're smart, we can definitely take this money and really make it stretch so this way when everything does come back and we do go back to normal and the ship's running we're back in business right away so that's where everything is I can say with the market when it comes to COVID-19 and um yeah I mean like I said you know us here we're looking to do our part so this is the first episode of the podcast so it's going to be very raw but um over time we're going to do a lot better and bring a lot more value and content to you um so yeah, so when it comes to that, but please also keep yourself safe, you know, definitely follow everything you're seeing when it comes to um, how to keep yourself safe, you know, six feet apart, social distancing. I know we're all practicing that, you know, everybody right now, we're probably about six feet, 10 feet away from each other right now. Um, wash your hands everywhere you go. You know, they're talking about it being contact. Let's, let's not really try to create as much contact as we can. You know, um, everywhere you go, wash your hands, you know, make sure you're not touching your face make sure you know everybody's respecting your opinion and your value of what social distancing is and really limit as many times as we can you know on going out like myself like I was telling you you know after March 16th I, I, I put the brakes on my business to a certain degree so right after that we stopped grocery shopping we we really did everything we possibly can do you know and <clears throat> It's it's going to all depend upon, you know, the area that you live in. I mean, you know, Greenville has a lot more people than Spartanburg does, you know, so we're seeing a little bit more cases out there. But, you know, you really should take consideration on a national level. You know, I mean, there's major, major cities who are devastated by this thing, and we should practice that here as well, too. So that this way, when everything does come back, we can all smile, we can all laugh, and we can all really get back to who we are as a country, but really more so anything else is. Who we are as a human being so that's that's really what it is um but i will tell you the market is doing fantastic i mean people are still showing houses people are still buying houses you know i got a lot of real estate co-workers that um are continuing to brave this thing you know with their clients and shout outs to them you know you guys are awesome you know i mean but for me it just was really a situation of if you were my family member would i want you out there and i wouldn't and i hope you wouldn't want me out there so We decided to now really focus on the podcast, really focus on our our media and our marketing and really try to get an understanding of when this thing does subside and when it does go down, you know, where we stand and where people stand with us. So that's what we're here to do. But uh, the podcast, once again, is called The Living Room, and I'm going to be interviewing a lot of people, a lot of different people, not just in real estate, you know, just all throughout uh, Spartanburg and really the upstate trying to get an understanding of places that you like to eat, places you want to visit, um, you know, hidden gems, some local spots that people really like and to get an understanding of just who we are as the upstate. Uh, yeah, and, uh, another thing that we would look to do, thank you, Novi. You know, another thing that we w- we're, go- we're really looking to do is to get your feedback. So a, a major part or, or one segment of the podcast is going to be a lot of Q&A, you know, to get an understanding of how people are feeling. You know, we want a lot of interaction. We don't want to just sit back and be like, hey, watch this video or, hey, look at these photos or, hey, you know, this, this and that. No, I really want to be become a part of the community. I mean, you know, really entrench myself, almost like, you know, your favorite uncle. That's really what we're looking to do. So. For us, really, just like, subscribe, comment, you know, let me know what, you know, let me know your feedback, positive or negative. You know, I'm I'm a strong man, so I I love to take, you know, positive feedback and negative feedback in the same breath and really try to understand what I can do to make this interesting to you and really bring value to you. I mean, just like my clients, you know, I I tell them all the time, my value is going to be in the understanding the market and interpreting the data. You're going to be the one that will find the house. You're going to be the one that falls in love with the house. See, because I don't sell houses, houses sell themselves, but I'm here to help you make a confident decision. So it's the same thing with all of my social media and my podcast as well, too. You know, we want to help you understand the market, understand what's going on in our area and really feel like you're a part of all of this with us. You know, so my plan for you is going to really just be, you know, like and subscribe, you know, really tell us what you think, you know, tell us how you're feeling about this, tell us what you want to see more of so that this way we can really bring value to you and have you excited every week when these things come out. Um, because that's what I would want, you know, as, as somebody who watches podcasts, as somebody who, you know, watches YouTube and all of the videos, you know, I want somebody that's going to really want to interact, and not just, you know, do a monologue, get you excited, get you off the couch or, you know, get you in the kitchen and, and making dishes and all of that. No, I really want to understand what you're looking for and how I can be of service to you. And that's what we're looking to do here with the Living Room Podcast. So you're going to see a lot of different people. I mean, obviously, I'm in the real estate industry, so you're going to see lenders, just their products, what they offer, what, uh, you know, just the difference in between, you know, the types of loans that they have, the difference in between the different credit scores and how that can affect your loan, debt-to-income ratio. You know, there's going to be, uh, I'm going to get attorneys on here to let you know the process of, you know, taxes and what you can expect with taxes, how how the paperwork looks at the end you know what closings look like um i'm also going to be speaking to local restaurant owners trying to get an understanding of where they started what their passion is and what you know their favorite dishes are i mean there's going to be a whole big this is going to be a whole big thing you know i i really like i said you know want to be one of the top 10 realtors in this area and these are the questions that people have been asking me over the past four years like hey where do you like to go eat hey you know what are some of your favorite places to visit in spartanburg hey what's the best parks and I know with your help, we can get there. You know, so one of my big things is, you know, as well, too, is just really helping you understand investments like 401ks and IRAs and, you know, just even in real estate. You know, I mean, one big thing with real estate, you know, it's kind of like a piggy bank. You know, you buy a house for $150,000 and let's say your mortgage payment's $1,000 a month, right? So let's let's break that down. I got the calculator out. We're doing things official. So let's say you buy a house, $150,000, right? Now, your mortgage payment on that bad boy, taxes and insurance, taxes are going to be, you know, it'll be a situation of, I don't think, I don't know if I can because of the, the headphones, but, you know, it'll be a situation of um, tax and insurance and principal, PTI is what that's called, principal, taxes, and insurance. That's at $1,000 a month. So, now, if we've done that for two years, so that's $1,000, let's break that down, $1,000 times 24 looking at $24,000. You bought it for one hundred and dollars minus $24,000, looking at $126,000. Now, when it comes to real estate, what happens also as well is, is with you beating down your mortgage, you gain what is called equity in the property. And then there's another sweet, sweet piece of the pie that's called appreciation. Appreciation typically rises with inflation, You know, inflation, we look at around 3%. So basically, break that down, Torn. Okay. It's like a can of Coke. Remember back in the day, a can of Coke cost $0.60, $0.75. Now they're costing a dollar. Well, that's because of inflation. The life value of money has gone up. Well, it's gone down. So what that does now is is it takes more of that dollar to purchase that product. So case in point, when it comes to appreciation in real estate, you buy the house for $150,000 and you did this in, let's say, 2010, no, excuse me, 2018, right? Because we're in 2020 now. You did that in 2018. You're now looking at 4% inflation rate, you know, or appreciation, typically in our area, especially, you know, a little bit higher than that, but I'll, I'll stay conservative at 4%, You're looking at a 4% increase. So at $150,000. Times four percent. That's six thousand dollars. Now you've been in the house two years, so times that by two. Times two, that's twelve thousand dollars. So now, right? You bought it for one hundred and fifty. One hundred and fifty. Let's go back over that. What was it? That? <laughs> that was one hundred twenty-six thousand. Yeah. So you bought it for one hundred and fifty. You're one hundred twenty-six. You're looking at thirty seven thousand dollars now we're adding in that twelve thousand dollars so thirty six thousand plus twelve thousand believe I'm getting this right if I'm not we will definitely fix this the next time you're looking at around fifty thousand dollars in just equity and appreciation so when you go to sell your house we wouldn't sell it for $150,000. We'd be looking to sell it for around $165,000. That would be our asking price. And then as people come by, you know, obviously, I'd have to do comps, make sure it's worth that. But as people come by, they would look at this house, and they would say, oh, yeah, okay, I want to check this out. I'm pre-approved. That means I've now sent all of my documentation in, and there is no issue when it comes to my credit score, income, or assets. And I like this house. I want to buy this house. So now they make us an offer for full asking price at 165 dollars you now owe one twenty five, one twenty seven, excuse me. You owe one twenty seven on it. So after everything comes out, you're now walking away with thirty-five thousand dollars in equity. I mean in, in, in net to you at the end of the closing. So now what do you do with that money? You take that and you buy you put it down on the new house. And relatively, if you're buying up more, let's say you bought it for one fifty, now you're looking at a two fifty. You put that thirty-five thousand dollars down, your mortgage payment will be somewhere around the same as what it was going to be. Um, if you bought that the house that you have prior. So let's say your mortgage payments $1,000. Now you're in the new house, bigger house, better quality house, better location, whatever the case may be, even a smaller house for certain people who are downsizing. And now you're looking at paying roughly around the same amount of money that you would uh, for the first house that you did. So it's a really, really real estate to me personally is one of the best investments to have. Because if you look at it, everyone's going to need foals and a roof. Everyone. You know, Google can come out with some contacts where we can press our like frontal lobe and be able to look at the Internet, you know, in the, in the middle of the sky, you know, it'd be zoned out. Uh, well, guess what? At the end of the day, if it starts raining, you need shelter. You need a place to go. Home ownership is going to be one of the best viable sources to do so. People already know this, that millionaires and billionaires, a decent bit of their portfolio is in real estate because it's tangible. It's there. We have great rights here in in the in the USA, you know, when it comes to land ownership. So, you know, we definitely have an ironclad, solid investment when it comes to real estate. And that's why I jumped into this business as well. You know, I saw how um, O8 affected everybody in my family, you know, um, from my grandfather to my mother to my great grandmother. I mean, everybody who's affected by this. It was devastating. And I wanted to do something to help. And that also brought me joy and really being able to be your fiduciary. In that case really is the joy Um now what is a fiduciary a fiduciary is somebody who literally holds your interests best at heart you know so when it comes to real estate one thing that we practice here is an acronym it's called old car hold on yo I don't know I don't know how many people want to listen to that shit you know what I'm saying like do people really want to listen to that shit yes. you no. think so you, you think so right <laughs> <We're not here. laughs> yeah so when it comes to, mm, I like that. So when it comes to, you know, um, working with a real estate agent, there are two different types of ways that you can do so. You can do so from a client standpoint or a customer standpoint. Um, here in the state of South Carolina, we have to, when we first make substantive contact, have to explain agency relationship to people, and what substantive contact is is isn't going to be, hey, I like, I like, I want to buy a house one day or I want to sell my house. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, that's not substantive contact. Substantive contact is, hey, Torn, I want to sell my house. I owe $150,000. I paid $270,000 for it. Now we're getting into where you could hurt your leverage. That's substantive contact. So as a real estate agent and as somebody who really wants to respect this business and be one of the best in it, I would have to sit down and say, hey, right now, what we need to do is schedule an appointment for me to either come check out the property to check quality and value, excuse me, condition and quality. Or I need you to come into my office, I need to explain what I'm explaining to you now, which is buyer agency, and uh, really get an understanding of where you are and if this makes sense for you with myself and my team. So that's first something in contact. And here in the state, we like I said, we have client and customer relationships. If you become a client of mine, what then you get is all of my fiduciary duties. What are those fiduciary duties, Torin? Well, I'll tell you. Those fiduciary duties are an acronym. An acronym is kind of like just a short word for um, larger words. So what it's going to be is this: old car. And what you can look at is is obedience, loyalty, um, disclosure, confidentiality, accountability, and reasonable care. That makes up the acronym old car. Obedience and loyalty, they basically go hand in hand, basically saying that I work for you and your best interest. So I wouldn't be able to, you know, get somebody else into a house quicker or, you know, really not work for you and what you're looking for uh, when you become a client of mine. Disclosure. Disclosure is going to be of anything that's a material fact to the property or the transaction. So, you know, if, if we get a buyer and it's, let's say I list your house and we get a buyer in there and the agent calls me and says, Hey Torn, you know, they're not really qualified, but we want to check the house out and we want to write an offer. I have to get off the phone with that agent right away. Or when I do get off the phone with that agent, I have to call you and let you know, hey, there's somebody looking to check the house out. They're not really qualified, but they want to be able to see what it looks like on the inside. Is this something that we're looking to do? And that's going to be disclosure. And vice versa, let's say you're buying a house with me. I get a phone call from the listing agent that we're getting ready to property, show his property. And they say, hey, Torn, you know, um, down in the basement, I have... There's a huge crack in the foundation, so I locked the basement door. If you can keep your clients out of there, I'd greatly appreciate it. I have to get off the phone with them right away and let you know, because that's a material fact to the to the transaction. And you're going to want to know before you make an offer, or even waste your time and energy when it comes to doing a, an inspection on whether or not this house is going to be structurally sound. So that's something that I have to do in, inside of disclosure. Now, past this part, the car part of it, even customers receive. So the confidentiality. Um, I cannot hurt your leverage. I would not be able to tell anybody what's going on with you, your financials, your motivation, anything like that. And anybody that does is literally compromising your leverage inside of the transaction. Real estate, is a, it's a deal-making situation. People want to buy houses, people want to sell houses, but they don't want to lose their shirt or they don't want to be embarrassed. So these are things that confidentiality covers um, inside of the old CAR acronym. Accountability. You know, we typically hold over your paperwork for around five years, you know, so I'm going to be accountable to myself, my actions, my team's actions. And then reasonable care. Reasonable care is kind of more of like a signature of ethics. It basically just says, hey, look, they're putting their faith in you to help them purchase or sell real estate. So do the best that you possibly can. And that's just, you know, going to be what a fiduciary is. So when I said fiduciary, those are those things it's kind of like a doctor. You know, they can't disclose your medical records. They can't, you know, disclose your conditions to anybody outside of the people you've given authority to. Same thing with an attorney, you know, Uh, an attorney cannot disclose anything that you and they have spoken of, especially when it comes to hurting your leverage, you know, whether, you know, criminal, whether it's civil, whether it's anything like that, you know, this, these are things. And then also as well, and this is going to sound crazy, but kind of like a priest, you know, when you go to confession, you know, they can't come, they can't hop out of the confession booth and tell you know, the police, unless you're a danger to somebody else, I would believe, please seek out your local sheriff's department to get that information. I'm not an an attorney. I am not an officer. So I can't give you all of that. But what I can tell you is, is that I know for a fact that there are people out here who will hold your, your confidentiality and trust. And with fiduciary duties, it's written out in paper. So this way you have something tangible if something does happen. So that's what a fiduciary is. And that's what I want to be for you. I want to be able to have you have peace of mind that I'm working for you every day and holding your best interest at heart. Uh, And that's really just, you know, the difference in between client and customer relationship. A client gets all of those things. They also get my advice, my recommendations, all of those where a customer really doesn't get my advice or my recommendations, but they do receive reasonable care and confidentiality throughout the transaction. So those are the little things there, and it's always your choice. You know, you have the ability to choose whether or not you want to be a customer or client. I would love for you to be a client of mine, but a customer j- works out just as well. And those are different types of things. So they have, you know, transaction brokerage. We have the ability to do single agency, dual agency, disclosed dual agency, and designated agency. You know, it's, it's, it's going to be those things. But you see what you're doing right now? You're like, like yeah, shit's boring, bro. I want to capture no, people. I'm really right right trying to get his attention without no, stopping. I, no, I just right. want to get no? No, no, just talk. Dude, i was just let you know it's thirty minutes. We had thirty minutes. Had, all right, fine, fine. We get a thirty. No, bro, we really good, bro. You, we don't know shit about this. There's people out here who got an interest, who eat, sleep, and breathe and shit. This shit you're talking about, mm-hmm. the motherfuckers are gonna. God to hear this shit. They don't get they're, they're not able to stay talk to nobody else about it. Yeah, stay positive. Popular, mm-hmm, mindset, mm-hmm, attitude. mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this you know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. last five out strong. Bruh, five. bruh. I watched videos about companies from two, three hundred years ago. Yeah. 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 My you, baby mama be shitting all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My baby mama be shitting all the time. Why are you watching this article in the grass? Yeah, yeah, five minutes. Five but minutes is locked. This last five. You five. know, five. So, so, so... Go ahead. With this with this with this little recess
1: right here, I want you to go ahead and get ready to pull it on out. Hey, yeah.
0: Yeah. So excited about everything, man! I want to appreciate all you guys for tuning in, yeah. for subscribing, for watching. Yeah. Hey, just know we got a lot of great content. I'm gonna have a lot of a lot of new guests coming up. Yeah. Man, look at it, man. I'm glad to have y'all ride with me. If there are any questions about real estate, any questions about a house, period, make sure you comment and feel free to email me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. and so, so and so. I'm saying, make sure you get your Instagram out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We didn't got through the technical. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Even to the shit that to a tee. Run, wrap it up. Boom. All right guys, so yeah, so that's just going to be I guess what we're doing here with the first podcast. I so, like I said I want to be able to hey, off you guys. Stop, stop. more, more time. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Well, so see, so this is what this is what we're going to do here with the living room. We really do want to bring a lot more value to you, you know, and I'm, and I'm excited to do so. I hope that you are as well. Uh, if you have any comments, please feel free to comment. Uh, if you have any concerns, please feel free to address those with us. You can reach me at uh, Torin Foley at KW dot com. There's a specific house that you're looking at or even if you really just want to start creating your plan to become a homeowner or sell your home. You know, after all this is over, I would love to be able to answer those questions. So, like I said, you can find Find me at Torin Foley at kw.com. Also as well, all of my uh, social medias, uh, it's uh, Torrin Foley, Keller Williams Realty is my Facebook page. You can also find me at TF Realtor 864 on Instagram, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn. I'm also on there as well too, Torrin Foley. Uh, you'll be able to find me pretty quickly. Um, and yeah, you know, this. so this is going to be the journey that we're on. I hope you guys are excited just as much as we are. You know, please, like I said, like and subscribe and uh, give me some feedback. Let us know what you're looking for. What i can do for you to really make your day uh a little bit more exciting a little bit more valuable you know um and then also our guests you know we're gonna have a lot more guests on here you know like i said lenders we're gonna get some vendors i'm gonna try to get some home inspectors just to tell you you know top 10 things that they look at or they're seeing in in homes that uh, are could be issues for you or top 10 things that aren't issues that people think are issues you know little things like that to really drive home and help you make more of a confident decision when it comes to purchasing or selling real estate um and then we're going to also have a lot more people calling in. I want to be able to get your feedback, get an understanding of what you're looking for, and then just be able to get your opinion on the things that we're speaking of. You know, I mean, how do you feel the market is? How do you feel everything's going with COVID-19? How do you feel about people who are out here looking to, you know, buy and sell at this time? How do you feel about the agents that are out here buying and selling at this time? You know, little things like that, because for me, I'm, I'm a man of the people. I am my brother's keeper, and I would love to be able to make this of value to you. And then also our sponsors. You know, once again, shout out to Novi Lee TV. You know, my boy. Video photography. Yeah, Novi, Novi Lee Video Photography. You know, he's the one that's, you know, making all of this possible for us here now, too. And also as well, my boy Brad Nelson with uh, Flip Market. You know, he's the man that's behind. He's he's one of the other men behind the uh, mastermind of this plan here. So, you know, please shout out to their pages as well, too. Go and like and subscribe to them. You know, definitely get an understanding of not just what I'm doing with them, but what they're doing with everybody else. You know, this is, this is an awesome time to, for you to really, Figure out who you like watching, what you like watching, and being able to be involved in what you're watching, especially when it comes to us. So, once again, Torrin Foley, Keller Williams Realty. I do appreciate your time today. Thank you for joining us at the Living Room Podcast, Episode One, and we're gonna we're definitely gonna have this coming up uh, next week as well too. Thank you. All. Yeah. Hey, uh, guys. So once again, Torrin Foley with Keller Williams Realty. Thank you for joining us here at the Living Room Podcast. Oh, damn. What would you say? <laughs> one. Take out yeah. One. Boom. Hey, guys. Once again, Torrin Foley with Keller Williams Realty. Thank you guys for joining us in Episode 1 of the Living Room Podcast. Um, This is exciting, and we're looking forward to having more, more action, more subscribers. So please, like I said, feel free to subscribe again. Thank you. That was shit, bro. That was shit. Now y'all going to have me on my, I'm going to try to make it so good. Damn, dude, I feel like we could have done better. I could have done better.